Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. And I say it's alright. Welcome to the Sustainable Living Show on WMNF Tampa. I want to thank some people who donated right at the end of Dr. Fred's show. We have anonymous donation that came from Lake Alfred, $60 contribution. Thank you for that contribution. Also, thanks to Joanne and Mike from Seminole, $100 donation. They're getting a WMNF t-shirt. They say they appreciate the information on Dr. Fred's show. And Deb Heading from Lutz has contributed $105, is also getting a WMNF t-shirt. Deb says, help me get past acid reflux and gut issues by changing my diet. And I'm very grateful. So I'm really appreciative to all the people who donated during Dr. Fred's show and uh, the show came up about $1,300 short so if you still would like to make a donation for Healthy Steps and Dr. Fred call us at 813-239-9663 or donate at WMNF.org and select Healthy Steps H-A-N on the drop down menu but right now what we're doing is we're going to be trying to raise funds for sustainable living and joining me in the studio are Annie and Kenny. Good morning. Hi, good morning Good morning. And uh, on our show, every Monday from 11 to 12, we focus on balancing people, profit, and planet. So if you're passionate about the environment, including Florida's wildlife, Florida's plants, and the wild places, and protecting them and and highlighting them every week, it would be great if you could donate to our show by calling 813-239-9663, or you could donate online, WMNF.org, and you just have to click that drop-down menu where it says SUL Sustainable Living. Yep. We are looking forward to uh, having our friends call in or uh, go online uh, and and give us a little bit of uh, uh, some cashola uh, to keep us on the air. But we also have some wonderful gifts that we can offer for you. We have uh, the Little Red Wagon Nursery. We have uh, a pledge amount for uh, gift certificates for $100. And the Little Red Wagon Nursery is a native nursery. They focus on native plants. Oh, yeah, totally. And she's also a butterfly person. We're going to have a clip on her pretty soon. Uh, she is a president of two butterfly associations in uh, in Tampa. So that would be a great uh, gift certificate for people who want to be planting native plants in their yard or encouraging butterflies to come that's right. to their property. And in fact, they probably you could probably even push it towards one of the camps that they have because it is a, uh, you know, it is a specific amount. And I just want to reiterate, it's not $100 at of $50 uh, per item. Uh, and then Meacham Urban Farm, uh, that's one that's in, right off of downtown and close to Ybor City. They gave us a, uh, a, a certificate for $90. You can go over there and buy food. Uh, they're going to be uh, on our show in this in the fall. We have uh, several books. We have Practical Rock and Water Garden. That's $40. These are all hardcover. And we have... Um, uh, Florida Rivers book. We had uh, him on our show. He was fantastic. It's $60. We have two um, Blue House Florals dried uh, wreaths, uh, and they're uh, $145. She was on our show. We're going to play a clip on her as well. And one so other- I'm sorry, Annie, I need uh, to some clarification. You to- You're saying that if, if people donate to yes. WMNF a $140 contribution, 
Is that what it was? The florals is You'll $145. Get a $145 contribution to WMNF. As a thank you gift, what we'll do is we'll send you this these florals. It's the, a beautiful wreath and uh, also a, a flower arrangement just flat on a palm frond. All of these she grows organically in her yard and dries them in her home. So if you want to support people who are practicing sustainable businesses, right. you can donate to WMNF your community radio station, and then as a bonus, you get a gift. That is correct. Because, I mean, you can just uh, go ahead and I don't usually take a gift personally when I donate, but you, we're offering this for you to just as an encouragement and also to participate in local uh, businesses. You know, we have the Lufka Zero Waste Store for $75. It's fantastic. You go in there and get, I get my, all my detergents there. And then Mas- Mason Goes Mushrooming Book, $35. And then what we have a, another one, the USF Botanical Garden Gift Shop. We have one for $40, but there's another one that's offered for an annual family membership is $1,000. Uh, and you can do the, uh, you can go into the circle. Uh, what is it? The circle friends, friends circle. What is it, Sean? Uh, if you join the circle of friends yes. at the $88.50 a month amount, you can get this USF Botanical Gardens family annual membership as a thank you gift from WMNF if you join the circle of friends at $88.50. And that's the, I think that's really great because, you know, you can pay even as little as $5 a month for the whole year, $10, $20, $30, $40, $50, $100 $100 For a different month. types of gifts. It, or not even a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just donate uh, and, and it doesn't really, for me, it doesn't hurt my pocketbook because I don't, I'm going to waste that much money. You know what I mean? It's it's just going to happen. And so you can do that. And so. then if you call 813-239-9663, you can talk to our phone operators yes. and they can remind you of the list of all of the great gifts that we are offering on the Sustainable Living Show. And I'll remind you of a few more in a little while because yeah. we're, we're overloading. Tell but, me about your show. Well, uh, the show uh, is... We try to get people that are local or talking about things that's going to be uh, something affecting the environment. And so uh, we have, uh, you know, every week we have somebody completely different. I mean, it's not, it's not like the same kind of a thing. You don't tune into our show. It's not a garden show. You know what I mean? We do talk about gardening. As a matter of fact, next week we're going to be talking about soil. Uh, Kenny's going to be uh, talking about what he thinks about it. And I'm going to be talking about what I think about it. And, and then we hope that a lot of people will call in and ask us questions because we know a lot about it. And then since the last uh, fundraiser, we've had a lot of great people. And like uh, Annie was saying, we have quite the diversity. We, really and we know that in the environment we need biodiversity and on our guests we have biodiversity so we've had people like the senior vice president of conservation at the florida aquarium dr debbie luke we've had the brevard zoo they have a whole entire sustainability uh, team and outfit so they work on the grounds but they also work to restore habitat specifically for mangroves and manatees they are zero waste aren't they now at this point and then they're uh, they were turning their gift shop into a zero waste so yeah, we want to promote uh-huh. cultural institutions in Florida that are sustainably minded like WMNF. So if you want to support us, you can give us a call at 813-239-9663. So Annie, why don't we go back in time to uh, April? To, uh, that would be great. <laughs> when with, we with, were talking about sustainable 
floral well when industry. we had Callie Rabbit on here and she has Blue House florals she, uh, she she has many talents but she grows all of her flowers organically on her home property and she also does a singing telegram I'll tell you about that after we hear the clip and uh, on the clip number one it will be uh, the first question was what are three things we could implement this week to be sustainable oh, wow okay right to the action items yeah buddy let's get in well, I mean, you know that I grow cut flowers, yes. but I started out composting. I used I to have know. a compost business, Suncoast yes. Compost, um, which we sold last year. What was the name of it? Suncoast Compost. Yes. And so it was a curbside composting company serving Tampa Bay, and it's still going, and it's sixth year. Um, but so I would say the most important thing is to compost. That's something so easy everybody can do. And if we're talking about, you know, growing anything, especially cut flowers, investing in the soil is that's the best thing you could do so that'd be my first thing okay yeah um second thing is to have fun with yeah. it you know if you're not enjoying what you're doing if you're not loving it um obviously you two have so much for love for the things that you do um you're not gonna keep wanting to do it so you mm-hmm. gotta find your own little niche your own little song in your heart for what's driving you so uh, i'd say the second thing is to really uh, have some joy and fun with it mm, all right and the, the third thing i would say is gosh I know this sounds a little far off, but I would say like meet your neighbors and do it, like don't do it alone. Um, So one of the things with my garden, so I'm in Tampa Heights, I'm really close to downtown Tampa, but um, our lot's about 8,000 square feet and everything that's not our house, I'm growing on. And so we're outside all the time. And I've met so many wonderful neighbors who come out. Just yesterday, they were helping me plant things. And I mean, you can go far alone, right? But you can go really far with your neighbors and with your friends and with your loved ones. And I, I mean, that's what this whole radio station is about, right? It really is. So there you go. I'm done, right? That's it. <laughs> that's enough. I mean, you know, uh, it's interesting that you said that you're, you let, you, you let, I say that too, uh, your neighbors uh, plant some of the plants with you. So they're learning how to plant. Yeah, which is a little hidden agenda. That's fantastic. So even if they didn't, I mean, you can come back and correct it, you know, but still, (laughs) I mean, you know. As a planter, you know I know this better, right? <laughs> and so, uh, but you know th- that they're out there doing it, and you're you're in a teaching mode at the same time. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah you do that too, don't you? Have uh, times that people can come over yeah. and do uh, different get-togethers and teach. I do. What is that? Yeah, so I have a private build your own bouquet and garden tour. It's a minimum of two people, but you come over, we have some tea from the garden on the front porch, and then I give you a bucket and scissors, and we go around together, and I show you what's ripe and how to pick it, Um, and then we come back on the front porch, and we, I give you some basic floral design um, principles to work off of, but it's really process over product, and then you each walk away with your own vase of blooms that you just harvested and arranged yourself. And not only that, you feel so good after you've been there. Mm. You know what I mean? You take that away with you. Were you going to say something, Kenny? I'm sorry. Well, let's talk about your property and are you growing only quote, only flowers? Are you growing like herbs or vegetables? Yeah, great question. So 
When we started, um, I didn't know I wanted to do cut flowers. Uh, my husband um, has been growing all kinds of veggies, and he's a biologist. He uh, is the sustainability coordinator at HCC. Um, so, yeah, we had a bunch of veggies going on, and then and then I took everything over. <laughs> so wherever flowers uh, die or don't take off, wherever there's a blank space, he slips the veggies in. So. Can you put like an eggplant in a... I was going to put uh, a branch of tomatoes and it's stunning. (laughs) No, absolutely. I've put in our, you've been putting mulberries in recently. Yeah, we got a lot of, you know, foliage and ferns Mm -hmm. and fruit trees going on. So uh, it is the end of April. What flowers look good right now? Gosh, it's a really nice time. Everything is, right? Um, so right now, I, I am doing a lot of conventional cut flowers. Like I do also um, incorporate natives and Florida friendlies. But if we're kind of talking about the more conventional cut flowers that people think of that florists provide, um, the Lysianthus, which is kind of like a rose looking flower, are all blowing up beautifully. And how many plants, for, just for that one, like for an example, how many individual plants do you have or do you have one? Oh, are you mm, kidding? Big. Oh my gosh. That's a great <laughs> question. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's probably about three to 4,000 square feet. Um, of so, just that one type. Oh, of oh. just that one type. Yeah. Uh, probably about 400. Oh, so I wanted to also uh, add to Callie uh, that what she does is besides that, she also does a singing telegram. And I got one for my birthday. She came to my house with a uh, hand-cut floral bouquet and a ukulele and came in and sang me a happy birthday song of her own making. And then she threw uh, f- uh, rose petals in the air. It was fantastic. And I, it has still lifting me. And that was in May 26th. So you can set that up on your calendar next year, y'all. So uh, so anyway, I just want to let y'all know that. We have lots of things to talk about, so Kenny's going to take it over. Well, what I really liked about uh, Kelly's message was she was talking about her neighbors and a community, and WMNF is a mission-driven, volunteered power, listener-supported community radio. And like Kelly was saying, that we can get pretty far by ourselves, but we can get further with the help of our neighbors and our community. So that's why we're asking you to help uh, donate to the station so we can keep the lights on. So during hurricane season, we can keep you up to date. And then every week during our sustainable living show, we bring you experts in and around Florida to uh, brighten your day and to make sure you're aware of the environmental impacts that we're seeing. And uh, like Annie just message mentioned, Kaylee, does birthday things and Annie. So great. We got our first donation. Oh, yay. And it's, it's our happy birthday. Well, it's literally our happy birthday <laughs> because it is from. You. No, it's for you. Oh. It's our good friend Clark O'Connor. And oh. she writes, Happy belated birthday, Annie. Love and miss you guys. Keep up the good work. Oh, and that's so sweet. Thank you so much, Clark. That's lovely. And Thanks, she, Clark. And she donated $25, and in return, she got a magnet that has a little peace sign on it. So oh, perfect. So you could uh, donate to the station and get one of those if you're interested. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so great. Thank you. And the reason why we're asking for money is to remain independent and truly uh, community-focused. We we rely on you, our listeners, for financial support. We are not like other public media stations. We are not funded by a large company or institution. And most of the voices you hear on the air, like Annie and myself, are volunteers. That's right. We so, don't don't get paid for this. So, we get paid in love back from you guys, so we need the money too. That's right. So, <laughs> Annie, you want to talk about the second clip from uh, Kelly? Why don't yeah. you give out the number first? Go ahead. Sure. The number is 813-239-9663. And actually, Annie, you want to tell us like one gift that uh, is special yeah. for our show? Yeah. Uh, we can, uh, let's see, which one do I want to talk about? Oh, Kenny's book is on. We have we have Kenny's book, and it is uh, autographed, and it, that costs twenty two ninety five. and we are donating. Uh, if you come in for the donation, it's $45. And then we also have uh, some used CD 10-packs, uh, and they are fantastic. I'm going to real quick tell you a list of number two, and that is Chris Isaac, uh, Eurythmics, Stevie Wonder, Brian Adams, the rest of the band, Allman Brothers, and a few more on that. And I'll tell you the next one. Next so if time. you call 813-239-9663 and you say, I would like this 10-pack uh, of CDs that Annie personally selected, right. I want collection number two. That would be collection number two. Yes, right. And then collection number one, I'll, I'll shout that one out in a little while. Yeah, but first, Sean has a message. Yeah, Absolutely. let me just thank a couple of people who Yay. donated last hour that I haven't been able to thank yet, but okay. these are people who supported Healthy Steps, Victoria Jorgensen from St. Petersburg, $50 contribution. Thank you for that. Elsie Strom from St. Petersburg has contributed $100. Elsie is getting our brand new WMNF t-shirt. She loves Dr. Harvey's show and thanks for all the information. Oh, and I also just got a sustainable living gift. Yay. So thank you to Joseph from Dover with a $5.25 donation. Uh, between 10 and noon, WMNF has two of the most informative shows on the air, helping people all over the world. Please step up and support these wonderful shows, y'all, that have been so much help to me thanks to joe in dover so thank you for that donation that's so sweet we still need to hear from you the number to call in is 813-239-9663 all right annie you want to introduce the next uh clip sure people are sending me texts on the phone too so i'm trying to get this all done we were juggling all kind of stuff so our next text uh, our next uh clip is anita comancha and she has the little red wagon native nursery and again she is president of several butterfly groups she does so much for the community um and the question that we had when we had her on was let's see one two twenty three and the question that we started with was how many species are there in central florida well, first we have um, resident species, about 125 in Central Florida, give or take, and um, about 200 that, f- that migrate through the state. So there's a lot of species here, uh, a lot of opportunity. And it really, as far as are they here all year, some species are, some species overwinter in chrysalis, a lot of the, all the swallowtails in our area, which are eight different species of swallowtail, they overwinter in chrysalis. Wait a minute. You mean that they make their chrysalis before it gets cold, they stay in that little chrysalis the whole winter? Correct. Wow. Yeah. Is this above ground or? Yes. Wow. I'm so surprised. And they, they're, most of their chrysalis are brown, some are green, but they'll uh, blend in with dead twigs and things. So when you're, you're pruning, maybe too early, mm-hmm. um, or pruning those dead sticks, a lot of times there are chrysalis hanging from them and they blend right in. So it's it's one of the reasons that you want to wait till spring. So those butterflies have an opportunity when the war- weather warms, they're going to typically emerge. So, um, and some will overwinter in cat- 
caterpillar phase um, and use leaf litter. And a lot of species actually use uh, butterflies and moths will use leaf litter as the host plant. I'm glad you mentioned that because that was about, were you going to say that too, Kenneth? I'm going to read an email. Oh, oh, about okay. leaf litter. Oh, great. Okay, <laughs> good. Well, then I will will hold my tongue. Okay, it's it's a short one. It's from uh, Rachel Cameron. She's a sound operator. She says leaves are part of nature's work. It's best to leave them there. That's why they're called leaves. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Leave. Right. So thank you, Rachel, for that. And we do want to encourage, if anyone has ever seen a butterfly, <laughs> has anyone ever grown plants for butterflies, you can be part of the show. Well, that encompasses everyone, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, why are, or how are butterflies important for our sustainable future? Uh, well, they're sort of a, be- a bellwether of our ecosystem, oh. right? So they're they're telling you how things are going. So when you see in- insects, um, we're losing populations of many species, yes. not butterflies and bees, but many species are affected, um, probably most with all the chemicals and uh, different things in our in our uh, air systems and water. So it's it's just real important for pollination. I think butterflies specifically are, you know, uh, an indicator of how things are going. So the more butterflies you see, the better things are going. Uh-huh. Uh, they need habitat. That's that's the thing that almost all species on the planet need. And that's been, a, you know, going away faster and faster as the human population grows. Yeah. And what we need to do instead of planting a lot of exotics that are, you know, maybe fun to look at, uh, the reality is it's not doing anything to benefit our our local ecosystem. And Florida's got a very special ecosystem with, you know, being kind of a floating state and uh, a lot of different types of terrain here. Um, we can plant just about anything, you know, in Florida and it will live. That, it's interesting you just said that. I'd like you to elaborate on uh, it's important to plant the the local uh, uh, fauna because we want they respond to that more, don't they? I mean, well, you they know, need it. They need it. Mm-hmm. So when you are when you're thinking about uh, you know helping um, all the critters, you know, w- butterflies included, uh, having the native is super important. And why is that? I mean, what is that about? Well, butterflies, um, a little bit different than moths. They're in the same family, Lepidoptera. But butterflies specifically, uh, they're specialists. So they typically will have one host plant, sometimes a couple. But for the most part, they're specialist species. So unlike moths, which can be more generalist and go for a lot of different um, types of plants that they can eat. So like most people are familiar with the monarch. They need milkweed. Right. And there's um, a lot of milkweed. Or milk vine. We have Florida native <clears throat> milk vines as well. So that's a critical plant for them. And they need native. It's healthier for them. Thank you. And, we'll talk um, about that as well. And it's, you know, native plants are not invasive. So right. that's a, it's a real important uh, component for the, the health of our environment is to give them the native plants that they evolved with. And then why wouldn't we have, uh, why would we not want to encourage or why do we want to discourage the use of the uh, exotic um, uh, milkweeds? Well, similar. And those are the ones that people usually buy. Well, that's more readily available in the big box right. stores and, and most nurseries. Yes. Um, and as you mentioned earlier, we're the only native nursery in Hillsborough County. Um, so, which is part of why I started that because yeah. I was driving all over the state to get plants. That makes sense. And especially for the butterfly clubs and stuff. So it just, um, they need their native plants. And it's similarly, if we go out of the country to certain countries, we have to get shots in order to, you know, protect ourselves and mean wise. So the same thing with plants, when you take them from one area where they're native to, to another, well, they don't have the same defense mechanisms. 
So this is what happens with a lot of people with exotic plants. They, they figure they don't have a green thumb because, you know, and they take a leaf or something into a store and they say they prescribe a, a, a pesticide or an herbicide or a fungicide or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. for, you know, to take care of that plant or pest. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, that's what, what happens to a lot of exotics. They just can't defend themselves. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and you're listening to The Sustainable Living Show on WMNF Tampa 88.5, where every Monday at 11, we bring you a conversation with local experts on sustainable issues. And you just heard Anita, the owner of Little Red Wagon Native Nursery. And like she mentioned, she's one of only like one. She's the only one Of Native Nursery in Hillsborough County. Yeah, in Hillsborough. And uh, WMNF amplifies the voices you won't hear anywhere else. So if you like people who are doing sustainable businesses, sustainable practices promoting native things environmental things please give to the station by calling 813-239-9663 and you can speak to one of our amazing volunteers who are waiting to take your pledge or you can donate online at wmnf.org and the great thing about wmnf is that we offer a space for those voices that must be heard in order for our community to develop peaceful civil resolutions and uh, we really want to be sustainably minded, eco-minded, and that's what our show is thriving to do. It really is. And one of the things that we're offering uh, this time, uh, we found uh, some wheat stalk echo tumbler, uh, and it is a 20-ounce tumbler, uh, which is, uh, it has a snap-on spill-resistant uh, thumb slide lid with a rubber gasket and it's uh it's made with wheat straw propylene <laughs> i have the worst time with that word uh and it but it's that's the natural way of making it and this is a completely sustainable uh because it's wheat is, is renewable sustainable and there's no uh extraction of gluten in the testing and so it's a really great product to be able to use instead of using a bottled water you can put your filtered your water and put that in there put in your fridge and always carry it with you. Do not get any started do with not, bottled water. That, do not get me started <laughs> with that. That's right. And and like I have my, I, I bring my containers, all my containers that I bring with me are u- reusable. So I, how much is that uh, eco tumbler? Oh, so the eco tumbler is for an annual membership, which means for you can, WMNF. WMNF, you can get in anywhere. It's $88.50 or you can be uh, in that uh, circle of friends and that's $10 a month. So that's pretty that's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> we can get one listener in the next uh, five minutes to give $10 a month. You just don't, you just make coffee at your house two days in a month and you save $10. You know what? That's the truth. That's absolutely <laughs> the truth. When you think about the, the, uh, the Starbucks, uh, uh, reason. Yeah, so give to factor. WMNF by calling 813-239-9663 and say, I want to be a, a circle of friends, $10 a month. And then you get that wheat tumbler, and then when you're out in the public and you need water, Annie will not yell at you. <laughs> and it also says WMNF on the outside. It is yes. marked with our label. So then people can also learn about, it's a good conversation starter for you yeah. to start up talking about sustainability. Another way that you can donate is by going to the WMNF website, which is WMNF.org. You can make your secure donation there. You can select SUL, Sustainable Living, from the drop-down menu, and the 
donation will be directed toward this show. We still have a lot to raise. Our goal is $1,500 this hour. We're halfway through the show and we have not raised even $100 yet. So we still have more than $1,400 to go. We need to have, we need to hear from you. Will you support sustainable living and keep a show like this on the air? It would be really great to have support for sustainable living. Can we find out that this show is sustainable? We know that it is if we get donations. Oh, we just got a donation from Sarati. Uh, sorry, is that Sarah? Uh, Sarah, I'm sorry, for a $10.50 contribution. Thank you so much. And uh, the first time I listened to WMNF, it was your program Uh about the banana bicycle giving away bananas, and I was hooked. So thank you for (laughs) listening, and I'm sorry I messed up your name at first. Um, But thank you, Sarah, in Tampa with your $10.50 contribution. You can donate as well by calling 813-239-9663. You can also donate on the web at WMNF.org. That was the Eckerd College. Uh, and they have an incredible uh, food forest over at their school. They're doing remarkable things. So we had them on the show in the since the last fundraiser. We also had Eric uh, Tonsmeyer. Yes. And he talked about Trees with Edible Leaves, which is a very popular show. We had lots of people interacting with that. We also had Tanner Johnson and Jim Kovaleski talking about Freedom Farm. And they made, just to interrupt you, they uh, bought the farm. So they were able to secure both houses. And so now it's a thing. Yay, thank you, because everybody donated to them to get that to happen. So people can do it. And if you want to get our community growing through WMNF, you can donate by calling 813-239-9663. And just a reminder, we're a community of volunteers who support each other. And right now we're asking for some financial uh, assistance. Um, For instance, this year, WMNF staff have been working with the Boys and Girls Club of Tampa Bay teaching students how to create their own podcast. They're learning the entire process from taking a spark of an idea to turning that idea into a final production for listeners to stream. So our show focuses on sustainability, which is a little bit about gardening, but also environmental impact. We're trying to balance the triple bottom line, which is the people, profit, and planet. So we can't really put too much emphasis just on the environment because people need to live here. So we want to balance that. And then also people have to make money to live and heat their house and buy food. So we're trying to balance this uh, nexus of these three very complicated things. And I think it's really great that WMNF is encouraging the Boys and Girl Club of Tampa Bay to find their passion and then do their show or their podcast on any topic that interests them. Right. You know, it, uh, if we... If we didn't have a place like this, we wouldn't be able to do these things. And so the only way we can continue this is through the help of others because uh, we are not funded by uh, government. Uh, you know, we, we are not funded by other things. Yeah, it used to be back in the day, you could get a lot more funding, <laughs> but that stuff was cut out a long time ago. And so we really do need uh, the help of individuals to be able to do this. And I don't know about you, but, you know, if I've been listening since I first moved here, and I think that was in like 80. Uh, nine, 1989, and I was thrilled to be able to find a place that, that did these things because I moved from Memphis and they had it there and I was one of the things I didn't want to move for because I wouldn't have my radio station. And I moved here and I've been donating every year, every time really, uh, to be able to listen to this because here's the thing, I, if I didn't pay, this show would not be on. 
So, you know, that's what we have to think about that. We have to support what we want. And by by doing that, you know, you're going to keep us on the air and the rest of the station going. So it, it's you, listener sponsored. Yes, and, it's and totally so listener sponsored. That's how we get our funds. That's how we operate. That's how WMNF remains on the air is through donations by listeners like you. And you can become a member or renew your membership by calling 813 813- Two three nine nine six six three. You can also donate on the web at WMNF.org or on the WMNF Community Radio app. You can hit the tip jar or the donate button there. So I wanted to let y'all know that we have another gift. Um, that was me bumping it around. I have a selected 10 CDs for you. This is set one. Uh, it has John Cougar, Mellencamp, uh, Bonnie Raitt, Maria Mulder, Linda Rodset. I got two, a, a big one on um, um, Linda Rodset. That's a, a one and two version. Uh, Willie Nelson, uh, the Dixie Chicks. It has Lyle Lovett, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and Counting Crows. You can tell my my music preferences. And how much do they have to donate to WMNF to get the first CD set? So let's see. The used CD ten packs uh, are one hundred and twenty dollars. If you'd like a set of 10 CDs, sounds like Americana and Roots and country music for a $120 contribution to 88.5 FM, you can support sustainable living and you get a thank you gift of 10 CDs. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. And that was set number one. All right. So we want to help WMNF community grow by giving financially and something that all the listeners know is that Annie and I love growing plants including uh, vegetables and ornamentals and I love growing carnivorous plants and I wrote a book called Florida's Carnivorous Plants. I've been told it's the only book on Florida's carnivorous plants. It's lovely. (laughs) Just came out in October and uh, the book is valued at $22.95 but I signed it. So if you want to... Autograph copy. Exactly. So if you want to donate to our show... Uh, for $45, you can get that book signed and delivered to your house. And uh, I'm not the only one who likes carnivorous plants. Uh, about a month ago for World Carnivorous Plant Day, we asked a ec- uh, local expert to uh, share something. So, Annie, you want to introduce this clip? Sure. Uh, yeah, it's World Carnivorous Plant Day, which has, I guess has only been going on for four yep. four times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's doc- we had Dr. Luana Prevost, and she is an associate professor in the Department of Integrative uh, Biology. At USF, so very local. Yes, very local. My former department. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. Well, and she was talking uh, about Florida, uh, Florida's carnivorous plants and wetlands. And our question that we led with uh, was, why do carnivorous and other plants live in the wetlands? And how do they survive in an area that lacks nutrients? Yeah, well, they have the advantage of being able to get their nutrients other ways. So typically plants will get their nutrients, particularly nitrogen, from the soil. But in wetlands, there is a lot of water in the soil, which makes um, oxygen less available and therefore nitrogen becomes less available because the nitrogen isn't able able to be processed in a way into a, a form that plants can use it. So most plants in this habitat are dealing with low nitrogen availability. Then the carnivorous plants are able to say, well, we can get our, our nutrients elsewhere, right? They have able to capture prey that is, which is 
for me, it's, it's really cool because plants usually are the prey. But instead, we have these um, plants being able to capture insects, dissolve them, and extract the nitrogen and other nutrients from the prey. I never thought about that as far as uh, the nitrogen being in the insects. Because you're right. I mean, it's all brown out there. There's no green <laughs> for anything to absorb up. But I never thought about that the nitrogen is in the insect. I d- well, I'm not a scientist, so there's that. <laughs> and the reason why they can do that is because they repurpose this enzyme called chitinase that all, pretty much all plants have to fight off uh, fungus attacks. Mm-hmm. Because fungus are also made out of chitin, and insects are also made out of chitin. So instead of using it to fight off fungus, the carnivorous plants repurpose that enzyme to digest insects. Now, is that the product that's in crab meal that helps with the the, uh, nematodes push those down? Yeah. Very good. I I know in the past on our show we had um, like an edible insect. Yes. And I did some further talking with those people and they were saying, yeah, people should be eating insects because they're basically just like a miniature lobster or a crab. (laughs) You know, they're made out of the same things. Millipedes and so on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we digress. <laughs> we, we digress, but it's all it's all integrated. It is all related. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Luana, we're talking about the carnivorous plants, and uh, you know, we're, they're eating the insects. But are there other reasons why we should be saving carnivorous plants and their habitats? Um, well, they are very unique in their um, biodiversity, and um, these habitats where they are found are little islands in the matrix of, let's say, our flatwood habitats. So Florida is a hotspot for biodiversity. And by conserving these unique islands, we also have to conserve the matrix or the sea of other habitats around them. So focusing on carnivorous plants is actually a great way to help conserve larger areas and more diverse landscapes. I love the the visual of uh, looking at that as they are little islands of habitat. And, you know, that makes so much sense because each one of them has a purpose for the next thing next to it. Uh, and if you take one away, you know, as anything, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's going to disrupt that whole unit. And even as recently as like 15 years ago, they said, Harvard scientists said that we have a pitcher plant they separated it from this other species that's oh. up and down the East Coast, up into Canada, over to Michigan. They said that the one that's in Florida is its own species now. So it used to be like a subspecies, but then they separated it because, um, you know, the next nearest population is like hundreds of miles and there would be no way that they could naturally interbreed with pollinators and things like that. So, yes. How did that get here if it's hundreds of miles away for that specific species? Well, probably in the middle those populations disappeared. Oh, got it. And then... And so then they became an island. Over, exactly, yeah. Oh, very interesting. Makes and, so much sense. And for those carnivorous plant geeks out there, I'm talking about Saracenia rosea <laughs> versus Saracenia purpurea. <laughs> Just in case you wanted to look it up. Yes. We are very scientific here at WMNF. And on the Sustainable Living Show. And if you've recently discovered WMNF, welcome. We are thrilled to connect with you. If you're listening to my voice, then you already know um, that you can be part of this wonderful WMNF community. Oftentimes when I do my carnivorous plant sales, people come up to me 
every weekend, <laughs> February through May, August through September, August through October, saying, "Oh, I heard you on uh, WN." People will stop in their tracks and turn they and say, voice. "Are you on the radio?" They hear your chance? voice, don't they? Yeah. Yes. So That's funny. Um, as a listener. This, here's some uh, details about WMNF. WMNF is a unique, independent, commercial-free community radio station. Community as in we are supported by the community. We are not funded by a larger organization like a college or university. Instead, 70% of our budget comes from donations made by our listeners, everyday people just like you. So if you like what you hear and you want to learn more about the scientific uh, well-being of plants and animals and the Florida environment, give us a call right now, 813-239-9663. We have lots of volunteers waiting to answer your call, and we do not want them to just be snacking all morning. We need them to be (laughs) volunteering. We need them to be working. Or you can donate online at WMNF.org and make your gift through the uh, WMNF app. Just be sure to... Uh, click that drop-down menu where it says SUL, Sustainable Living, so our show can get credit, so we can keep bringing you environmentally conscious radio. Yep. Uh, you know, I wanted to also, since we're not getting very many donations, y'all, we need to step it up. Uh, I wanted to put this one on the uh, for y'all to hear about. We have a consult and an acupuncture with Dr. Martina Kostova uh, for, it's it's a valued at $215, and we're offering it as a gift uh, for $300. And that's at the Acupuncture and Herbal Studies on Central Avenue in St. Pete, where we had Dr. Bob Lindy. It owns that, and he came on and talked to us about a lot of uh, things about herbs and so on and acupuncture. Okay, so they can call 813-239-9663 and say, we would like to donate uh, a one-time, one-time gift of $300, right. and then they get... Uh, they get a consult and the acupuncture with uh, Martina Costova, Dr. Martina Costova, and she is great. And just like uh, Joe from Dover said, who donated earlier in the show, that us and uh, the Healthy Steps program is like one of his you know, favorite part of the week uh, from 10 to noon. And uh, Healthy Steps, they like acupuncture over there, Dr. Fred Harvey. Oh, yeah, he believes and, in it, uh, too. And that's what we're supporting, too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, we see people all the time that are saying, oh, I listen to your show all the time, all the time. You know, I met some people uh, at the, a lot of people at the uh, heat wave, and they said the same thing to me. So we need to know that you are listening and you can pick up the phone and give us a call at 813-239-9663 and support us. If you're listening, we need to hear from you. Here's a gift that uh, you guys might not know about, but I'm going to read it. And uh, if people are interested, they can call in and donate. We have a pair of tickets to a film at the CMX Cinemas or at Cine Bistro, either one, a pair. We will mail you a hard copy, and that's for a $60 contribution. So if you can make a contribution of $60 or more right now and just mention that you would like the CMX Cinemas Cine Bistro tickets, and we'll mail you a copy if you call 813-239-9663. But you can also donate on our website, which is WMNF.org. Why is it important for people to support sustainable living, having that on the air in Tampa Bay? What Can either of you answer why it's important to have such a show like this? 
Well, I think it's, I listen to it all the time because I learn something every time. And quite honestly, uh, even being a host on here, I learn something every time we have somebody on. So I love learning and I love to be able to, you know, also have confirmation that the things that I'm doing and trying to do to help the planet and, you know, all of us with it. Are impactful and empowering and they're actually doing something. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when we had the city of Tampa recycling people on, we had so many colors, so many uh, emails because people do not know how the city of Tampa recycles and they don't know if we're actually recycling or if we're just burning it up. And I didn't know. So we needed to educate the community so we aren't just going through the motions, but we're actually making a change for I the was, environment. I was putting meal cartons in the recycle bin and did not know all these years. You cannot put those in there because of the wax. I had no idea. So, I mean, and I, that's my thing. I mean, I've been recycling for 40 years. So I was, you know, we all learned something from this show. So that's like a really specific example, but we've also had uh, people from the 813 Hood Garden oh, on. And uh, Dee and Tracy were on. We had uh, Whedon Island Cultural and Nat- Natural History Center on, which was great. They discovered like a 1,000-year-old uh, canoe on their property, and they have these beautiful hikes that are accessible um, by people in our, you know, three or four counties. Yeah, the 813 Hood Garden. I just, you know, we found out about them, and I actually just took our cardboard from our recycling bin over to her garden so she could line uh, uh, and stop the weeds from growing before she puts the mulch over it. So it's all a real interconnected situation if we let it be, you know. Darcy Glidewell just donated. Oh, my friend Darcy. She loves the show and loves Annie Ellis. Oh, and, I love And her is too. getting a WMNF refrigerator magnet. And Darcy is donating $52.50. So we have cracked the $100 level, I believe, so far. We still oh. need to raise $1,400 in the next 11 minutes. And we can do that with your help. Will you be a person that helps us to make that goal with your donation of $100 or $50? Maybe you can join the circle of friends at $10 a month or at $5 a month. We need you to call now. Now, 813-239-9663 if you love sustainable living or donate on the web at WMNF.org. Uh, we also, I just want to let you know, we have a lot of hardcover books that you can get. You can ask the people online. But one of them, uh, the Practical Rock and Water Garden book, is from my personal library. So... Um, you know, it's a wonderful book. And so I just wanted, I donated my own book for you guys to be able to get, to be able to donate to our place for $40. So I guess we need to, uh, enter, um, introduce our next, uh, our next clip. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we had, um, Okay, so we had Dr. Catherine Clements, an ecology and natural resource educator through UFIFAS, talking about invasive species. Which we know that our listeners are very passionate about. Yes, and should be. The question is, can you give us one species that's giving us trouble in Central Florida? It's so hard. Look, I can't even just give you one. Like, which one's um, your favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> So some of the big ones, and and there's going to be a lot of geographic variety. So some of these invasive animals have just uh, established populations in small geographic areas. So when you say Central Florida, that's also a little hard um, for me to give you a direct answer. So I'm going to name a few, and then we can talk more about whichever ones you want to. Um, So for instance, I believe it's in Hillsborough County. So I'm down here in Sarasota County, so I can tell you a lot more about Sarasota County. But I believe in Hillsborough County, 
We have um, established populations of, I believe, black and white, Argentine black and white tegus. Um, oh. I know that cane toads are an issue, not here in Sarasota County, but in some of our surrounding counties. So those are two big ones that are concerning. I also know down in Charlotte County, I just came back from a North American conference on invasive species and someone from, oh, maybe it wasn't Charlotte, sorry. I'm not doing well in my geography this morning, um, but it was in Cape Coral. So uh, I believe that's a little further south than Charlotte County, but in Cape Coral, there is a population of Nile monitors. So, and Nile monitors are large, large invasive lizards that um, are also found in South Florida and they utilize canal systems. And so there's how Cape Coral was built, of course, is a lot of canals to provide people waterfront housing. So we're basically in some situations creating the perfect habitat for when some of these animals do get released um, to thrive and prosper in the wild. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple really big ones like cane toads, yeah. black and white tegus, and Nile monitors. None of those sound good. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Thailand many years ago and Nile monitors are native there and I saw six, seven foot long monitor lizards just sunbathing on the streets and the canals. Oh, on so, the streets? Yeah. Oh my goodness. In uh, like Bangkok. So, uh, like pretty uh, casual. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. they're so big they don't have to worry about too many things. Yeah. <laughs> so, Catherine, can you tell us about uh, the tegus, which are like three to, like around a three foot long uh, monitor lizard, and then those huge Nile monitors? So, what um, are they doing to our ecosystem? Yeah, so that's, that is really the crux of why we're having this conversation. If they weren't doing some damage to our ecosystem or those other two categories I mentioned, economics or human health, maybe we wouldn't be having this conversation. If they could just coexist and leave our ecosystems in balance, maybe it would be fine. But really the issue is the damage they are causing to our ecosystems. And we are very proud of our ecosystems here in Florida. Just think about the Everglades and how important that is. And we can talk more about the python if you want, but let's talk about those lizards first. So um, some of the issues with pretty much many of the invasive lizards, whether we're talking tegus or Nile monitors or here in Sarasota County, we have black and white, sorry, not black, white, black spiny tailed iguanas. So that's a type of iguana different from a green iguana. Um, but further south, we have green iguanas too. So all of those lizards cause damage to our environment by eating things that we don't want them to eat. They might be, the green iguanas eat a lot of, uh, plant material, oh. the other, um, the tegus and the spiny tailed iguana, they're going to eat a lot of things like eggs. So think about our gopher tortoises, which are a listed species and just so iconic of Florida. Think about our Florida scrub jays, really an iconic bird here in Florida that is a listed species. And it's what we call endemic, meaning Florida scrub jays don't live anywhere else except very certain scrub environments here in Florida. And so if we lose those Florida scrub jays in Florida, we lose them completely from oh, our earth. And so these lizards will climb into trees, they will climb into the gopher tortoise burrows, and they will eat the eggs of some of our listed species as well as many other native species. They also might be eating, um, depending on the size of the lizard, like a Nile monitor, they might also be eating some of our mammals, some of what we call our meso predators or middle-sized mammals. 
uh, like raccoons and rabbits and uh, possums, things like that. Oh, that breaks my heart. All right. So welcome back to the Sustainable Living Show here on WMNF Tampa. And uh, just a reminder, WMF is a mission-driven, volunteer-powered, listening-supported community radio station. Now, we have a few minutes left of our show, and we really want to get rid of these gifts because we want you to benefit from these (laughs) sustainable businesses right here in the Tampa Bay region. If you donate a one-time donation of $90 to WMNF, you can get a $50 gift certificate to Meacham Urban Farm, and you can buy organic uh, produce for your family. Eggs. They also have organically grown meats and so on too. Cheeses and bread. It's so great. donate to WMNF right now. And then you can pretend that that's a little bit of your grocery shopping that's right. for the week. That's exactly. And you know, it's good groceries. That's right. You could also donate a one-time thing of $100. One-time $100 donation. And you will get a $50 gift certificate to the Little Red Wagon Native Nursery. Right down uh, town, Tampa. It's on Henderson. And that is going to help you start or enhance your current gardens. Right. And bring a lot of uh, pollinators around. We have some people to thank, don't we? Yes, we do. We also, on our show, most of the time, at the end of the show, we advertise local events. And that's another reason why you want to keep us on air, because we highlight sustainable events that are in Central Florida. And our good friend, Kitty Wallace, who participates in announcing those events, she just donated a lot of money, $120. She got the Willie Nelson uh, list of all the 10 CDs, the UCDs. And she says she's a big supporter of sustainable living ever since Farmer John Butts. So she likes to support your local uh, community gardening. So thank you so much, Kitty Wallace. And we have another donation from an anonymous person. And they say they are so grateful for the Sustainable Living Show. They also love the Healthy Steps, the Skinny, Midpoint. And I'm a Circle of Friends supporter of a few other shows. So just because you donate to one show doesn't mean you can't donate to ours. Oh, I donate to several. So we are looking for you. Give us a call at 813-239-9663. And remember, once our show's off the air for today, you can still call, you can still donate, and you just ask those uh, volunteers who are working the phones what uh, gifts are still available, and they will tell you the list, and you can get a gift. And like Annie also likes to mention, you don't have to accept a gift, but uh, we all know that we are strapped for cash so <laughs> we're giving gifts like flying out the window we also have t-shirts and things like that yeah wnf well. has lots really of nice great t-shirts to support yeah and we also you know just for twenty dollars i mean you can go to what is it was it twenty dollars kenny where's the here right the list sorry no 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 mine Oh, here it is. Uh, it is uh, that you can go to the USF Botanical Garden gift shop. It's $40, sorry. It's a $20 value there, but if you uh, give us $40 and you can go and there. And they have beautiful ornamental plants, they have vegetable oh, plants, wonderful. and they have native plants. Yes, so many. All right, Sean, you got anything in the last 30 seconds? I I am trying to find the music. Oh, there it is. I I was failing on that regard, but I do want to thank in the last minute and a half we have, please call in 813-239-9663 and make a donation for sustainable living. We have an anonymous donation of $25. Thank you for that. And they say, thank you for all you do. This donation comes from Lakeland. So thank you for that. And we still do need to hear from you. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. 
We still need more than $1,300 in order for oh sustainable living to make its goal. 813-239-9663. And if you enjoyed this show and our weekly content, please go to WMNF.org, donating through the tip jar and directing your donation to the Sustainable Living Show. Stay tuned. In the next hour, you will hear WMNF Community Speaks with Mabili. And we're excited to have him on after our show. Make sure to tune in next Monday morning for, at 11 for the next Sustainable Living Show, where we will be talking about everything about soil. Soil. Sounds great. Hey, Annie, I'm going to interrupt you for a second because I just got some new donations. Angela Ferdland from Clearwater contributed $525 donated to 10 shows broadcast between 10 and noon on Monday through Friday. So thank you so much for those donations. Also a $26 donation from Diane. You're listening to WMNF Tampa. Please continue to support sustainable living. And we will see you next week. If you're looking in someone to save the world, look in the mirror.